I mean, it comes down to it. If it's something that doesn't feel right to you, it's probably not right for you. So if you upset about it, then I wouldn't know. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome back to another episode of our podcast. So I don't know. Okay. I got a couple things to take off my chest <laughs> really quickly. Okay. All right. I'm a hater today. I'm in, I'm in a negative hateful Nancy. mood. <laughs> I'm just, I, first off, fuck cyclists. Fuck Wait, them. who? Cyclists. Oh, we already know we don't Bicyclists. like cyclists. We don't like them. <laughs> What's okay. new? So, I mean, unless you have to drive a, a drive, ride a bike to work, like, because you don't have a car, sure, fine. But cyclists, I've got my nerves on in LA. And then people who don't know how to drive in LA, like, this is the worst city for driving. I swear to God, in the entire world. I People don't know how to make up their mind. And Peter, when he was here, he was like, oh my God, everybody in LA is so nice. And I'm like, except me. Because uh, I feel like I have a New York personality. Like, I'm just like, get the fuck off the road. I am Ursula so, in L.A. <laughs> I, you know that girl, the Alexa and what's her name? Oh, God. She's on TikTok. She does the two different personalities of an L.A. girl and a New York girl. Oh. Uh, and I am the New York girl. I, I am, I am Alexa. I am the New York girl. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sorry to trigger all of your Alexas. Sorry. Sorry. Oops. So I'm a hater today. I don't know if it's because I have a Virgo Mars and there's a Virgo full moon tonight and that's not affecting it. I have no idea. And I, I just had to buy plane tickets to go to your stupid bachelorette. No offense. Wow. Um, and okay. I see how you really feel. <laughs> Even though I was I like, go. girl, it's I'm, okay if you can't make it. I totally understand. You're like, I will no, be no, there. No, it's not you. It's not you. It's American Airlines that I'm frustrated with because I couldn't get into my account for the longest time and I had issues. So we're good. But I have a particular person that I want to take my hatred out on. And that is Clayton from The Bachelor because <laughs> you haven't watched this season. You haven't. I and honestly, know. you should be grateful. I'm jealous. I'm, I'm jealous that you haven't had to go through the torture that I've had to endure. Like, granted, I skipped a lot of the episodes because I just stopped giving a fuck. I could not sit there and watch his indecisive ass try to mediate certain conversations between these girls. I couldn't watch him try to attempt to fathom a f- emotion, a feeling, a sense of intimacy in any way because homeboy has definitely mistaken intimacy and love. Like, I think he thinks that they're one and the same and they're definitely not. So I'm going to walk you through what happened in the finale. If you still haven't watched it, what the fuck? Um, like, also, just skip go ahead, like <laughs> Skip like 20 minutes. Like, go ahead and just like go... Go past the ad read, get into the episode, but this boy, this boy, because he's not a fucking man, because he can't fucking think for himself. (laughs) I had to sit here and watch this dude torment these girls because what happens is you get to the top three and when you get to the top three, you go to the fantasy suites and everything. And basically he had three girls and there was Rachel, who's the blonde girl, uh, Gabby, who is the brunette, and then Susie is the one who looks like Hannah Brown. Uh, so he basically, like, Gabby was like, go explore these relationships fully. 
And they should have definitely probably clarified what fully meant uh, because to him that meant sexually as well. Uh, but, and, and, and I still don't think Gabby probably cared as much, but Susie definitely cared if he was physical with other girls. Um, so he basically, he goes on his fantasy suite with Gabby, says, I love you. He goes on the fantasy suite and then they have, like, they hook up. He alludes to them hooking up. He, I mean, he says that they were intimate. And then, uh, he goes on his fantasy suite date with Rachel, says, I love you. I'm falling in love with you, and then goes and gets physical with her, and then goes on his, uh, like, uh, fantasy sweet date with Susie, and she's like, I, I, I love you the most. I love you the most. And then she's like, yo, that's great to hear and all, but you have, if you've been physical with any of the other girls, like, I'm leaving. And he starts fucking gaslighting her. Like, literally just gets so, like, angry, like, to the point where, like, he's like, how dare you ask that? I'm like, she has every right to feel that way. Like, that's so valid. She has every right to feel that way. And basically, like, kicks her out. And, like, she's apologizing. I'm like, girl, girl, why are you apologizing? Like, why are you apologizing in this way? Like, you, you're doing the right thing. You're sticking to your intuition and he's making you question your gut that's not good and so he throws a little temper tantrum because the girl he liked the most uh left and then he goes to like the rose ceremony and Susie's not there and Gabby and Rachel are there and they're like where the fuck is she at and he has to tell her like hey I told her I loved her I'm also told you guys I loved you and I also had sex with all of you except Susie Um, and so these girls who thought they were the only ones, you know, experiencing those moments, find out they weren't and they get upset, rightfully so. And he doesn't understand. He's like, I agree with a lot of Nick Vile's statements about this whole thing, because Nick Vile said that, you know, he, Clayton got so into the role of the bachelor, like, this is what you do. And he failed to think of the other girl's feelings this entire time because he was so focused on finding love for himself and not finding love with someone else because that's a very distinct difference he not not once did he empathize and put himself in those girl's shoes because he hasn't also been in those shoes because the bachelor keeps picking people who haven't you know had experience like he got kicked off michelle's season so early and it's just he not not once did he consider how they would feel and how that would make them react. And Gabby says that. Gabby tells him that because she's like ready to fucking leave too. And so he begs for Gabby to stay. Like he gives Rachel the rose. And I think she Loki think Rachel only took the rose because she was doing it because she didn't want Gabby to feel like alone in these last couple moments. Yeah. Um, but then Gabby says no and is gonna leave and Clayton chases after her, trying to convince her to stay. And she's like, but you're saying you're saying that you like love us all in different ways, but at the end, it, you're gonna get engaged to who you love the most. And I don't want to be the most. I just want to be accepted and loved. And it's like, yeah, you can't measure love. You what you're experiencing probably with Susie probably is the beginning stages of love, and what you're experiencing with the other girls is just intimacy and lust. And you're mistaking that for love because you're not emotionally available, and you don't ha- you never watched the show, so you don't know what it comes down to. And the last time you had a relationship was like five years ago, so you don't know what it's like to be emotionally intimate and available with somebody again. And so that's why you're mistaking it for love, because you're a boy who's not emotionally competent. And it's just, it's so fucking annoying. Like, the fact that you are now making Peter Weber, <laughs> oh, Pilot <God>. Pete, <laughs> look better 
you know you fucked up. Like, when you made Pilot Pete look like a saint. Come on now. Come on now. So, he basically convinces Gabby and Rachel to stay. They meet his parents. His fucking dad is a beast. Like, that's how you fucking do parenting on this show. Because they call him out and say, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, because he... He meets these girls and they like him. And then he's like, I think I'm still in love with Susie. I want Susie. That's who I want the most. And his mom's like, she left. She walked out. He's like, you don't understand. You weren't there. And she's like, I don't have to understand what it means when someone walks out on you. That means they do not want you. Like, I don't get why. And it's just the fact that your parents are calling you out on this bullshit. Like, I haven't seen that before. And he basically, like, Susie's still in Iceland because that's what they fucking are. And wait, he, hold on. She came back. No, she's still there. She hasn't. She hadn't left yet. No. Uh, I think that because I think they like probably keep you until like the show is over. So probably, just in yeah. case shit stuff like this happens. Um, and it's all happening in the span of a week too. So it's not like her flight. She probably had her flight booked at one point and like you know wasn't ready to leave yet. But he goes to her and tells her all this stuff, and she like listens and she's had cast like they have it out but she still ends up going back to him she still ends up going back to him and i'm like girl what happened with you walking out like what happened why didn't you stand your ground and like i get it i've watched the nick vile interview with her where she kind of goes into it and i see what she says and i understand and i i still don't agree with it in my opinion um i still just don't like clayton and i i I just don't think that he thought this through at all because when he goes to tell Gabby, fucking, I want Gabby's intellectualness when she's like, when I'm going through a breakup because she articulated her thoughts and her feelings so well, like so well. Yeah. She was, she remained so calm and just collected, didn't let her emotions override her and just stood her ground. And I was like, God, I want to be like that. Um, and, like, he was like, can I walk you out? And she's like, no. Like, and I think there was one time she says, like, you know, you were so concerned with how these girls felt for you, but you not not once did you ever take into consideration how I was going to feel. Mm. That's true. Yeah. And that's the whole issue is that you have somebody who's so obsessed with probably trying to find love for themselves that are not thinking about these other people. They're not focusing. Yeah, you're, you can compartmentalize it all you fucking want, but you can't, like, when you have a connection like that, like, Susie's whole thing was, if you loved me the most, then you wouldn't go sleep with these other girls. And I, that's why I was so pissed off that she went back to him. Yeah, because she actually because stood up like, for herself in the moment and then yeah. kind of went back on it. Because it's true. It's true. If he loved you the most, he would not do anything to jeopardize a chance with you. Even if he did, and his whole thing was like, you didn't tell me this. Like, you told me, like, you're telling me this after the fact I've done all this. Like, you didn't tell me this beforehand. She's like, I shouldn't have to. If you loved me the most, you would not do anything to jeopardize losing me. And I'm like, yes, it's not that hard. And like, yes, Gabby was, Gabby was fine if he slept with the girls, but she was upset the fact that he sat there and had an intimate relationship and said that he was in love with the other girls. That's what pissed her off the most. And I understand that. Because it's like you can't, you can't love. Oh, yeah. That would have made me so incredibly irritated. Yeah. Like, what? And so I am just so irritated by him. And I really, I, I'm just done. Only stick to The Bachelorette. Because 
The Bachelor, and I think what it comes down to is that they are finding these people like this, and they're not finding runner-ups or anything to choose as these, as The Bachelor or as The Bachelorette, because I think Hannah Brown was the last one they thought that they could manipulate, and they couldn't manipulate her, and so they're trying to find these new people who might be easier to, like, create more drama and shit, so I don't really know. I don't know. I just fucking am over it. So over it. Because it's no longer about finding love. It's just about drama. Yeah, it's just about drama and ratings and... Yeah. Yeah. And everyone just wants to be Instagram famous at the end of it. And it's not a good time anymore. So. But uh, Gabby and Rachel are now the bachelorettes. Um, They're going to do two bachelorettes again. Um, and honestly, I support these two girls because they deserve it more than anybody. Uh, so I'll be interested to see how they do that. I'll be interested to see how Gabby sees it. I really like Gabby. Rachel's also sweet. I don't dislike either one of them. I think they're both really nice. Rachel's very much like the hopeless romantic. Um, and Gabby is very like, as she's hopeless romantic, but she fucking thinks she reminds me of Hannah Brown a little bit and how it's just her rationalization. So I will be interested to watch Gabby. Did Susie and Clayton get... Yeah. Engaged yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Awesome. They, she's prefaced that they're going to just date, like, but the kind of thing, but still she went back to him. Gotta love it. Like she's a sweet girl. And I think she, and I, I, I recommend going and listening to Nick Files one-on-one episode that he did with her. Like he literally shot it right after the, after the final rose, but I still don't like him. Still don't like Clayton. And I mean, I think Nick Vile was fucking honest with her, too. Like, I don't like your boyfriend. I don't think that he thought a lot of this stuff through. And she was like, I know. That's, I, I, she's like, I'm, she's like, I'm not going to argue with you. Like, and I was, I, I will say, she did fucking call it Clayton out on some shit. Like, she's not, like, sitting there, like, saying, like, like denying any of it, like, in the interview. Like, she's like, she's like, I agree with you. I completely agree. Um, and I've always wondered why I like Nick Vile so much. Found out he's a Libra. Hmm. And I was like, mm, that's why. That's why I like him. That's why I like him so much. But he also is very rational. He sees both sides of every situation like a Libra does. Um, so highly recommend. I will leave a link in the show notes for that episode if you guys want to go check it out. Like if you follow this and you're curious, highly recommend listening to it. Um, but yeah, yeah. Mm. So aren't you glad you missed out on all of that? Honestly, And yes, that's what you missed Dunkley. I have no uh, motivation to watch that show. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm rewatching Gossip Girl, so <laughs> you mi- you missed it at its prime. Like you really did. You tuned in so late. Like if you had probably started watching it at the same time I did, I feel like you would have liked it a lot who more. Was the, who, like I started who tuning was in the, like at the last minute. I've been who was the season. Bachelor with blonde hair? Sean? Was there a Sean? Sean Lowe? Did he? There was a Sean. Sean is still married to his. That um, Sean, his wife is, Sean she's Lowe is the one that I watched. Started watching. I I think that's the one okay. I started watching in college. He's one of the best, and I really liked that one. He's one of the best, honestly. He's still married to um his winner, and they have like beautiful children together and everything. He's one of the most successful relationships that show has had. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I started watching with JoJo Fletcher, and I think JoJo and Jordan they're married. Um, they've been together. They have a show on HGTV together, um, where they renovate houses. It's so cute. Uh, I really liked them. And uh, I really loved Rachel Lindsay's season. And I, I liked Nick Vile's season, too. Uh, but, yeah, they need to 
they need to get better men. And I think that that's the problem. That is the problem. You ref- you see all the seasons I'm mentioning that I love are The Bachelorettes and not The Bachelor. Yeah, because The Bachelor sucks. <laughs> I don't mind The yeah, Bachelorette. I, I honestly like The Bachelorette think. because I think that guys' drama is way more funny than girls' drama. So girls' drama is just catty and annoying. Well, and the the bachelorette just doesn't fucking put up with it. Like she fucking will call them oh, out yeah, on like it the usually. entire room and like makes them all feel really bad. And I think it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, Hannah Brown still my favorite season. Still my favorite. That was season. a good season. Uh, I will give it to Hannah. Yeah. Also, Rachel Rachel Lindsay's season was also really good too. Because uh, the men she had were so fine, so fine. Yeah, um, I could always go back so, and rewatch. Yeah, those. I really recommend. You know, they're. I would rewatch Rachel Lindsay's season. I, if you want to watch any of them, I would rewatch hers. Because um, she had some... She's still married to her guy. Uh, but she had some hot men on that show. And Peter was like her, her runner-up. And he was beautiful. And then I think Caitlin, who... Uh, Kate, Caitlin Barstow, who is like the Bachelorette host right now... Uh, she is engaged to Jason, and I believe Jason is from Rachel Lindsay's season. Yes. And Jason was cute because I remember he made a scrapbook for her, and then she sent him home. <laughs> Thanks for the scrapbook. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for the scrapbook. It's so cute of our relationship. Okay, bye. Wait. I like Rachel Lindsay, though. I love her. Wait, She's I kind of did that. <laughs> <laughs> what, you did? <laughs> Wait, did someone make a scrapbook for you or did you no, make a scrapbook for them? No, I, I started making a scrapbook for my ex and then we broke up and then I told him to keep it and that we would finish it one day and we got back together and like we started adding to it and then I <laughs> broke up with him again and we never finished it. So I wonder if he like burned it or threw it away or if he still and has did it. Did he burn it? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Or he, he like took out my photos and put in his new girl's photos or something. Oh, that's disgusting. That is yeah. actually repulsive. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, that's hilarious. Because what, like, are you ca- did that. what are you captivated by, though? <laughs> I am captivated by, hold on, let me find it on my Target app. Gotta know, gotta okay. love Target. So I'm obsessed with Emily's. Um, are they, is it called Me? Dolce Vita or Dolce Vita? I don't know how to say it. Dolce. 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 I want it it's to be Italian. Dolce, but that's okay. Um, it's Dolce. Your like dolce, dolce Vita uh, heels. I love them. And yeah. Target this season came out with a dupe for them. And I mean, they look pretty much identical. Um, they are the women's basil heels um, from the brand A New Day. And I got the brown. And I really like the black as well. And I think I might get them for summer, but, um, they're only $34.99. And I think that's that's pretty steel, like a pretty good steal for Mm. like some nice shoes. And they're Mm -hmm. pretty comfortable too. Um, I, I always really like target shoes. So, um, I'm excited to wear them in the summer and the spring. That's awesome. I should really check those out though. Cause my, like the toe area is like already so worn down cause I'm a toe walker. I know that's you need not good. Physical Don't therapy. come for me. I did ballet for years. <laughs> Don't come at me. Okay. Thank you. All the so physical much. therapists, uh, all the physical therapists that are listening are like, no toe walking. No, no, no. <laughs> what about it? What about it? I got I don't, strong. I don't ass know. Calves, I don't know. That's out of my scope. <laughs> the, all I know is that toe walkers. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing until for a long time. Yeah, it is. That's so funny. 
So my captivation, thank you so much for asking, Hannah. You're welcome. Uh, It is the Aesop Reverence Aromatic Hand Wash. It is a $40 hand soap. Uh, And yes, I did buy a $40 hand soap. I bought it to impress like guests, but I really, one, love the bottle. It's so cute. But it is an exfoliating hand soap. So there's like little bitty like micro... um, it's bergamot rind that exists wholly in your hands, and there's also a vetiver in it as well, and pumice that, yeah, it's the pumice that's gently scrubbing. I don't know. It's a bougie-ass hand soap, and I love it, and I feel fancy, and like I'm at a spa when I use it, and will I just keep the bottle and probably refill it with Target brand method soap? Yes, that's probably what I'm going to do. Uh, but for now, I get to be bougie, and it only comes out when people are over or when I'm having a bad day. Wait, where, wait, where did you get this? Aesop. It is a, its own store. Oh. It's it's a place. It's in, it's in L.A. It's in L.A. Oh, gag it's, me. It's, it's in L.A. Yeah. 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 It's in L.A. I mean, it's also in New York, but it's, like, in L.A. Um, I, like, live near one of the stores. It's fine. So... Today's episode, before we get into it, let's do a couple housekeeping things really quickly. Make sure you guys are following us on Spotify. And if you are, hit the little uh, star button, leave us a review. It really helps us out. We love it. It takes two seconds. It really does. And it makes our day. Also, if you're on Apple, you can also hit subscribe and leave us a review as well. And leave us a five-star rating. We've seen some of you bitches leaving us one stars. Fuck you. Uh, So that's all I have to say about that one. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's probably my honestly, ex. Honestly, though. Honestly, it's probably all my exes honestly, that no, have curated like, up I, enough. I've I've never left a one-star rating on anything, so I'm not quite sure why you guys... It's the doctor. It's the doctor. It's the doctor and his friends. It's hurting my heart. And the it's musician and the rebound and the writer. It's, it's, I'm so, it's my fault. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But yeah, so make sure you guys are doing all that. And then if you're also on Instagram, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at the Gals Guy Pod and on our personal socials. Mine is at Emily Elise. And mine is at Hannah Nicole Adams. And that about does it. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Alrighty, so today's episode, we are diving into a little cute, obscure, underground website that we like to call Reddit. <laughs> Basically, we we love doing quarterly advice columns for you gals. Uh, but one thing we had seen like a lot of other podcasts doing was going through the different 
Reddit threads and answering like their advice questions. So we kind of like scoured the like, am I an asshole dating advice, relationship advice threads. And we haven't told each other like the questions that we found. And we really wanted to read them to each other and get your, you know, get each other's opinions on these situations. Cause a lot of this stuff is like stuff that the gals are going to be able to relate to. It's very common things that you guys have also gone through. So, and we also just wanted a good laugh. So if you love our quarterly advice column episodes, you're also going to love this one, I think. Is it a red flag that a guy demanded I do my eyebrows before a date? Wait, I'm just... <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Let's just start there. On what guy even knows... <laughs> what man even what knows man? that women do their eyebrows? Like... They just think we look like this. Okay. 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 Let me, let me get into it. I jumped ahead. <laughs> let me get into it. Okay. I've been messaging with a guy and because I was busy the day he wanted to hang out, this is what he said word to word. At least we'll have to make ourselves beautiful and won't embarrass ourselves. When I see a girl with a little mustache showing untrimmed eyebrows, nails, and etc., I go crazy. I cannot be doing more self-care than her or with dirty shoes. Minimal hygiene is required. Sorry, translation is bad. My question is because I feel like he shouldn't be telling me to shave my eyebrows. Uh, I don't shave my whole body except for my face. So is what he said considered a red flag? Um, yes, 100% a red flag. Because one, the audacity. Two, I, okay, I, I, I get minimal hygiene. Minimal hygiene. I, I, I'm a fan of minimal hygiene too. Like I like it when a guy knows what a fucking face wash is. But... I don't know. Like your body here is your body here. Like as long as you don't smell, I fucking have whatever body here you want to have. Like as long as like I can't smell you, that's fine. Like and there's not like you know your feet are black and dirty. Like that's fine. But a guy like that's not your person. Then why the hell are you wanting to go on this date? If he thinks that you should shave your eyebrows, then why are you on a date with him? No, that's not a th- no. I'm sorry. What if a guy told me that block immediately? immediately block like i would literally be like you're a psychopath goodbye it's it's embarrassing when i see a guy the gross personality showing i go crazy basic manners are required and that i'm appalled i would no if i received a text like that i wouldn't have given that person another time another minute of my day like what are you kidding me no I'm sorry. I want to start that off with a light one. I thought that was pretty light. I, I got more we're going to get into, but I want to hear okay, yours well, now. While we're on the light trend, I'll also start off with a light one. Okay. Okay. The title of this is, I'm getting really turned off by my girlfriend because her feet smell horrible. I okay. can't take it. I can't take it anymore. This feels like a, per- <laughs> this, this feels like a personal attack already. This feels like a personal attack already. I'm not here for it. All right. Here we go. I can't take it anymore. When her shoes come off, I literally go into the other room. It is so bad. I can't even describe how bad it is. Am I at a point where we should just break up? (laughs) I'm sorry. This person had to go to Reddit. Baby, just get your girlfriend some some shoe spray or like some dryer sheets to stuff in there and like some baby powder. Like it's not going to be okay. Already knows she is probably. So embarrassed because, like, yes. when you wear shoes, As a girl, when you wear shoes barefoot all day, mm-hmm. like one, your feet get sweaty. People's feet just sweat. Like, I mean, hello, that's why we wear yeah socks. 
to keep us warm. <laughs> not really even sure. Even if you wear socks. Even if you fucking wear socks. As a sweaty-ass girl, my feet are clammy. But, like, okay? your, I but got like clammy your shoe feet. smell, is spe- like, it doesn't matter what you have. If you wear Vans, if you wear yeah. tennis shoes, if you wear leather, like, slides, anything that's closed is going to have a scent to it. And that's just you, life. Like, people, their feet, their literal feet. <laughs> like, what do you want them to smell like? Freaking roses? Like... Do you know how embarrassed I get when I fucking go into Aritzia to try on clothes and I got to take my fucking shoes off, even with socks on, and I, especially my Vejas. My other shoes don't smell, but my Vejas for some reason fucking do. And do you know how embarrassed I get because I'm hoping the people in the dressing room next to me can't smell my sweaty ass feet? The whole girl already knows. You should just be helping her out with the issue, not embarrassing her further. And honestly, she probably doesn't need you. You should go. I was about to say, if that's enough of a reason for you to break up with someone, then that per- that other person deserves way better than you because that's not something that they yes. can help. You know? Like, no. No. That's just like... Because Botox for sweating is expensive. I've looked into it. It's expensive. Help or pay for Botox right. then. And I don't know if it would really help in your feet Mm-mm. area. Yeah. I don't want to get Botox in my feet. Ew. No. That hurts. Yeah. Basically be a better person. That's all I got to yeah. say. Okay. Uh, talking to a girl that lives with an ex. Uh, this it, is my worst nightmare. <laughs> I know it is. This is why I picked it. <laughs> This is literally my worst nightmare. I hate exes. I mean, I mean, does anybody? Well, you can't say shit because you date your your fiance is your ex, so you do also do love exes. Yeah, I guess I do because I also redated my ex when we were exes. What's yeah. wrong with me? <laughs> it's a love hate. It's a love hate relationship. Yeah. Okay. I'm 26 male. Currently talking to this girl, 28 female, and we're both into each other. That's good. Uh, we've been hanging out a lot. <laughs> thanks for thanks for clarifying. <laughs> we've been hanging out a lot, and she wants to make things more serious, but she still lives with her ex-boyfriend. She claims it's only until the lease is up, and I have nothing to worry about. She also didn't tell me until about a week ago, and that they still share the same bed, and we've been talking for a few months now. Are these red flags? <laughs> Y'all could see Hannah's face right now. I'm just picturing like sitting down with Blaine and being like, like how long have they been dating? A couple months? A couple months, yeah. Yeah. And then, and just like randomly one day being like, by the way, like I still live with my ex and we share a bed, but like, it's like no- nothing. Like I still, like I still really like you. Like what? If someone said that to me, I literally would be like, you're a psychopath and goodbye. (laughs) I think the moral of Reddit stories is that everyone's a psychopath. (laughs) Why would you not say this on the first date? Like, oh, by the way, five months later. By the way, five months later. I still live with my ex. (laughs) Just in passing. Oh, yeah. Hey, bye. Yeah, that roommate I always talk about. Yeah, he used to he used to sleep with him, <laughs> like, like for real. <laughs> you gotta have more self respect for yourself than this because you were so getting played. You were so getting played. You're the side chick, homeboy. Like you are the side chick <laughs> because I, I get it. Like you can't afford to break the lease. Maybe 
and like you have your own separate bedrooms though like you're not sharing the same bed someone got to sleep on the couch like i was about to sleep on the couch yeah exactly like someone's got to sleep on the couch like that is that is awkward but and one of of y'all's the one of y'all's the side bitch i don't know which one it is I don't mm-hmm. know if it's in the bed mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. one that sh- that that's been being seen, but one of y'all, one of y'all's not gonna have a good day. If it comes down to it, if it's something that doesn't feel right to you, it's probably not right for you. So if you upset about it, then I wouldn't. No, then again, this is a I man. Think a, and I'm I think a lot of talking. times, like putting yourself in that situation. Yeah. Like. Wait, yeah. Wait. Living wait. Together, wait I never can mind. Wrap my head around. Never mind. That. He is. <laughs> he is in the situation. <laughs> He is in the situation. Never mind. He is in. He is. This is a hypothetical. <laughs> He's in it. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing like, at you. I'm just. I'm just. You're so, not laughing with him either. Just, oh, I would be like goodbye. Like, sorry, bye. I can't. Or like you need to move out in a week. Like, like either like we need to like establish that this is not really a thing for real. Yeah. Or. I'm done. I've also like, been lied to for for however many months, so don't know I how was kind of okay with it. I was kind of okay with it until she said like that they share a bed. Like unless they live like in a like a super small like one bedroom apartment in like New York City, it's not excusable. Like even then, it's still like super iffy because like one could like sleep on the couch, and like. I can wrap my head around the idea of like having to live with your ex because like you're stuck in this expensive ass lease or whatever. That's why I told you when you first moved in with Blaine, I was like, get, get separate leases, get put, only put your name on the lease, don't put his name just in case something happens. Obviously, I don't think anything was going to happen, but still, I, it, any person would be rather be sleeping on that floor than sleep in the same bed with their ex, unless they still like have oh things. Oh my for gosh, each other. I'd rather sleep outside in the dark with the coyotes. <laughs> Like, serious. <laughs> like, or, like, literally call every single friend I know and just, like, couch hop for, like, a couple like months until I can figure it out. They are still hooking up. Yeah. They are still hooking up. Something's going down. Something's up. So. All right. I'm not sure y'all are ready for this one. All right. My boyfriend, 24 male, slapped my face during sex. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> We're just go big or go home, right? <sighs> So, so here's the story. She should have gone home. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> so far, just, she should have just gone home. I would have been like, okay, goodbye. Um, so here's the story. So I remember one time we were having sex at his place, and afterwards he told me, I don't know why, but during the act, I felt like I had the need to punch you in the face. And I looked at him like, WTF, dude. And I was like, no, that's not something you do. We watched the Californication epi- episode where the girl punches the guy in the face and suddenly he wanted to do that. A couple weeks after we were having sex and out of nowhere, he slaps me on my face without previous warning or anything. It was a, in quotations, soft slap. I did nothing, but it was unexpected. I was like WTF in the moment, but I didn't say anything to him. And it was so fast. And afterwards, he put his hand like a fist and put on an angry face like he was going to hit me with his fist, but he didn't. It was like he threatened to hit me, but he didn't. And I tried to forget about it. The next day, I felt nasty or dirty for that. Like I deserved it. The thing is, I'm into choking. So maybe he thought I was going to be into that. But I don't know. I'm not into light choking. Sometimes 
Wait, no, but I don't know. I'm into light choking. Sometimes he puts his hands on my neck because I allow it, but I don't know. Should I leave him? Is he violent? Is he violent? First off, Californication, really, really, yeah, really. Also, Second of all, uh, we're not laughing because it's a, it, it, it's abuse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not cool. It's not fucking cool. Uh, do we need to have a lesson on consent here? Like, because that's it. Like, you... You can be into whatever you want to be in. That's fine. Consent is still required for any of that, especially that kind of stuff. Like, you have to have consent. Um, and is, she said no beforehand or was weirded out by it. That's no. Like, what made you think that, that was okay? Like, if 2 plus 2 was 4, if 5 plus 5 is 10, what the fuck did you think that that was? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. All jokes aside, no, because that's not, his, it's no. not funny. But... Like, you straight up were like... Because he just ignored your consent. Like, I think the the part that I was like, what in the world is happening... Is when he said, I don't know why, but during the act, I felt like I need the need to punch you in the face. Like, that's some psychopath. What What is up with yeah. Reddit being psychopath? Like, everyone on here. Um, it's funny. But also, no. like, no. when you tell someone no, I mean, we're having, a, obviously, we're preaching to the choir. You, you just, you don't. You just don't. And you have to, you no. have to be, and I think in this situation, yeah, I would leave him. Because obviously, he doesn't respect you yes. enough. And you already set yeah. that boundary, and he still went past that boundary. He completely, he he flew exactly. past it and kept exactly. on driving. Exactly. Yeah, no. Exactly. And he made you because feel Because that's not made, a conversation like, that you have. It sounds like it made you feel uncomfortable. It was unexpected. It happened really fast. Yeah. Um, and, like, the fact that you're having to try to forget about it happening, like, I don't think that you're going to be able to. So I think that is something... No. I, I just think that he disrespected you and didn't and did not listen to your boundary. And I don't think that that is OK in any situation. Look, look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I'm preaching to the girls who don't who maybe un, have, could relate to this or whatever. It doesn't matter what you're into. You it doesn't matter if you're into choking or whatever. It doesn't matter what how crazy you like to get or whatever. You are still allowed to say no to certain acts or whatever, you are still allowed to stop. You could, you can give permission and then take it back once you're in the moment. It does not matter. No matter when you say no, it is still valid. And the fact that if someone would still do it, regardless of your opinion, or just regardless of how you would feel or the intentions, no matter what, that's still a violation of your boundaries. And that is a very, very high boundary that I would have. And if that was one that was crossed, then there is no going back from that. Because that is not something you can, you try to have a conversation with them. That didn't do any well for you. So you have to take a physical action. And by leaving is what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, I, that, I, I don't tolerate yeah. that because... It could, it's something that could happen again. And do you want to risk that happening again? And, and I don't care how much he loves you or whatever, or if it happened in the bedroom, those are the moments that require consent more than anything. And a complete understanding because it's also a reflection of who the person is in real life. So no. Yeah. And also like at that point, you are no longer safe. Like when someone, when someone goes no. past that boundary that you've so clearly set and it is a physical, even if it's just an emotional thing, like you are no longer safe. And, mm-hmm. and that is when, 
when you Mm -hmm. and I know it's hard and I know I'm sure it's hard I've actually not been in the situation but I I feel like it would be really hard but you are the only person who can keep you safe and you are the only person who is going to watch out for you so yeah um yeah, that got a lot heavier than I anticipated, but... No, no, it's fine. But it's something that we don't... I, we haven't talked about, like, yeah. with physical mm-hmm. boundaries kind of thing. Yeah. It's something that I don't think a lot of people always comprehend, and I think a lot of women blame themselves for when those boundaries are crossed because they're like, well, like, I'm into... Like she said, well, I'm into choking. Like, no, it doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter at all. Has, that has nothing to do with the price of gas yeah. in Kentucky. No, sorry. That is my new I saying, if you haven't really realized. Like I don't know why. Saying. I think it's funny. Um, but yeah, um, just know, just don't know, know there's someone out there who will respect your boundaries and who will not do that to you. So Yeah, because the appropriate response is, hey, I want to slap you. No. Um, okay. And then you And then on. you never exactly. bring it up again. Yep. Yep. So I would I definitely, yeah. goodbye. See you next time. See you never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Boyfriend asked his ex out for drinks. Oh, what is up with the exes? It's another ex one. I want to Sorry, I, I just knew they would get a, a good reaction out of you. All my exes are dead. Burn or burn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except for I wish okay. death upon no one, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> Aries, sun, Scorpio, moon, you're all about that. <laughs> My boyfriend asked to look at the people I follow and who followed me on Instagram, meaning he wanted to see my phone. He has always known my password and I let him look through my phone whenever. However, while standing there, letting him go through my phone, I realized I don't know his password. So I asked. He gave me the password, then promptly took his phone out of my hands and put it in his pocket. So obviously I'm thinking he's hiding something, especially since he's now trying to go downstairs with it. I follow him and he eventually gives it to me. And after scrolling through his messages for a while, I almost stopped. I found a thread between him and the girl he was with before me. She texted him, happy holidays. We had some great memories. To which he responded, happy holidays. What are you doing on the 30th? Let's go get drinks or smoke. I haven't seen you in a while. Something along those lines. It appears she's never responded, but I don't know. Maybe they spoke over the phone and met up anyway. I don't know. And to make it worse... We were together in New York City, meeting each other's families for the first time while they were texting. And he was planning that drink date for when he was back, knowing I was coming back a few days later. I tried to screenshot the thread so I could send it to myself, but he pulled the phone away. He said, it's weird that I want a screenshot to hold over his head or something. He wouldn't get the phone back, but he also wouldn't let me leave. So he just sat behind my car so I couldn't back out to go. So I said, let me look through your phone or move and I'm never coming back. So I'm trying to figure out, would anyone else be upset over their significant other asking the girl he used to have sex with and date, he says they were never boyfriend and girlfriend, go for drinks and smoke together, especially while I was out of town? What do I do? Leave him. Leave him. Leave him. (laughs) Players ain't gonna change. No. No. Um, First off, this man is a Sagittarius. Mm. Um, First and foremost. Personally, it's not... It's not normal to meet up with your exes, no matter how many times do I have to say it. How many times do I have to come on his podcast and say, if you were still friends with your exes, it's because you never loved each other or you're still in love. Point blank. And I don't care if they didn't date. I don't care if they were in a relationship. Wow. Who actually sent this one, actually? <laughs> looking to see who the name of the Redditor was. Um, 
if he did nothing wrong, he wouldn't have to hide or protect anything. It's a super major red flag. Point blank. He knew what he was doing would look bad. Even if it was nothing, even if he wasn't going to act on it, he knew the idea of it was going to look bad. And it's the same thing. Like, if your partner was doing it to you, like, like, if you, like, how would they react? Like, if you did that to your partner, how would they react? They'd probably be fucking pissed. He's acting embarrassed and seems like another red flag, too. Like, if it wasn't a big deal and nothing disrespectful happened, why would he want to hide it? Like, especially if he doesn't tell you in advance he's meeting up with an ex, too. That's another red flag. Yeah, that that is a, a big no for me. And it's a big, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> it's a no for me, dog. Like, as Randy says, no. No. Like, you it's just, just fine. Like, I think it all boils down to, like, you deserve to be with someone who Intention. is at least the same amount obsessed with you as you are with them. Like, you deserve to mm-hmm. be with someone who is, in, like, in, so in love with you that, yes, I mean, we can look at people in passing and say, oh, you're hot or whatever. Like, I think that's fine. But, like, you, you should be with someone who is so in love and obsessed with you that you don't have to even worry about it. Like, it's not, it's not something mm-hmm. that even crosses your mind throughout the day. You can go throughout your day without feeling this, like, oh, I wonder if, you know, so-and-so is doing, you know, X, Y, Z behind my back. And I just think that a lot of people tend to settle in a lot of relationships and make excuses for people when they're showing clear signs that, like, they are not your person. And I think a lot of times people have a harder time just letting go and being single and like waiting for that person or trying to find that person because it is a task and it's not easy and it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of heartache and it takes just like it's exhausting it's exhausting to date and it's exhausting to pour your heart out to somebody over and over and over again and so I understand why people settle but like this person is not it for you because I like Mm -mm. whenever if you decide in your life to have children say you say you have children like you you want to raise your children to know that they deserve more than that like I think your parents would want you to know that you deserve more than that like you don't you don't deserve somebody who's gonna like sneak around behind your back and do all this shit so you got (laughs) very deep with that um I just like feel for this girl because like I just feel wow. like, like in today's world, it's just like so accepted in the like most twisted way that like people are conniving and secretive. And I just feel like it's like the norm. And like, as I watch like younger, the younger generation grow up, like I just feel like they put up with so much. And I'm just like, I don't understand where we went wrong as a as a society to like say it's okay for like you to be treated less than Mm -hmm. and like I just Mm -hmm. I just think that like every once in a while like people need to hear that that they are worth more than that so I don't know Sorry, I got deep. Yeah. I'll keep it lighthearted. Yeah. Um, don't apologize. But I just apologize. I went into mama bear mode for like a second because I just you did. I, I just saw like, it. I saw it. I feel for these people because, like, you know, 
I mean, granted, we were in high school and high school relationships are, you know, whatever. But like in the moment, Mm -hmm. it feels so important and so real. And so I feel for these people who like have, you know, like they're up there meeting each other's parents and like you're texting a girl that you were with. Like, why are we together? Why are we here? Why are we doing this? If you're just going to like go back to something you already had, like, why did you like why you know I just I, I just hate it for people mm-hmm. and I just think that sometimes they need to be reminded that they deserve better all right mama Hannah I am not pregnant <laughs> <laughs> I just I work in a children's hospital now so I have to be you know a little mama here motherly maternal a little maternal okay you want the short one next or the long one With hit the long me one? Uh, hit me we'll do the short one with anything (laughs) am I being toxic I 19 female have been struggling lately with my boyfriend 20 male making a new lady friend recently we've been dating for four years now and I've never truly had to deal with him having another lady friend I also like that she calls them a lady friend (laughs) see I hated that no I'm cringing inside um (laughs) So we've been dating for four years now and I've never truly had to deal with him having another lady friend that's not me or girls that I'm friends with and introduced him to. So this is a new territory for me. He met her in one of his college lab classes and studies together and they studied together alone one day. Since then, they've been Snapchatting each other back and forth and she even asked him to sit next to her in the lecture class. This was a huge red flag for me because my friend had to tell me that he moved to be next to her. He didn't tell me himself. This has been nonstop bothering me, and I think about it daily. I love and trust him, but my gut is telling me that something is wrong. Am I being toxic? <sighs> you already know what I'm going to say. I, I kind of... I want to hear okay. your thoughts <laughs> before Here's I go off. First off, if it's bothering you, just ask him about it. Um, yes. Because, first, yes. Because That's my like, whole thing I'm thinking. In co- like, in college... In my classes that weren't speech pathology related, because in in speech pathology, it's like 90% like women. Um, In my other classes, I had friends in classes that were males and I like chose to sit next to them while I was also dating like somebody and we would text about stuff. Like sometimes it's nice to just have a variety of friends in college especially in class and if you find someone Mm -hmm. that you click with and like you can feed off of their energy and it makes class fun by all means go for it like I just think that if I think in this situation it doesn't it sounds innocent in my opinion but if it's bothering you and it's like really like been something you can't stop thinking about them about it just say hey I just I noticed you guys were getting super close like do I need to be worried about this just point blank ask him because if you don't, then you're going to yeah. create, you're going to create in your brain something that may or may not be happening. This whole other narrative. Yeah. And then it's yeah. going to just snowball. Yeah. See, here's my, here's my thing. This is the thing. I have a lot of friends who are of the opposite sex. I have a lot of male friends. I've always had a best guy friend. I enjoy having male friends. I also work in an industry where I'm surrounded by guys. I had to deal with dating guys who get fucking jealous of shit like this. And it gets on my fucking nerves because at the end of the day, it makes it sound like you don't trust me. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever they want. They can hit on me. They can like look at me a certain way. I don't want them to. I don't want them to do any of that. But it's not my responsibility to control them. And it's not your responsibility to control them. It is the responsibility of me to not go like 
to just love the person I'm dating and not be reactive. You should just trust me. Like, and that's where the issue is for me. Like, just, just trust. Like, have they given you a reason not to? Okay, then. If they have, then that's a different conversation. But they haven't. Like, you, what do you want them to do? Like, not have any other friends? <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't like it when people try to do that kind of stuff. If it's an issue, address it so that it can be talked about. Uh, otherwise, I think it's toxic. Yeah, like, you just, if you don't give them a chance to, like, say their piece and defend themselves, then yeah. I don't. Yeah, and if it's stemming from, like, something that's happened in your past, like, if somebody that you were with, like, cheated on you or something. Talk about it. That yeah. is valid you're like how, what you're it. feeling is valid but you have to talk to them about it because they're never gonna know um and mm-hmm. so and also nope. just trying to realize that not everyone is the same and like if if you were in a situation where that happened before like this person is not that person and so you have to give in my opinion mm-hmm. in relationship you have to give people the benefit of the doubt because if you didn't then everyone's a terrible person and we mm-hmm. all hate each other and no one no one no one has love mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. <laughs> okay all right well <laughs> went for mama bear to count. like no no uh, love for you <laughs> not fucking scorpio moon it's a full out. moon tonight so um all right you, you don't know what's coming out of my mouth <laughs> clearly <laughs> all right so moving on to another issue that she's gonna love i know this um uh, had a great first date but I'm not physically attracted to him. Oh. Should I see him again? <laughs> let me, let me, let me go. Okay. Had a first date with a guy I met on Hinge last night. It was great. Conversation was flowing. Our personality seemed to match well. He wants to go out again. Unfortunately, I'm not physically attracted to him. So I'm unsure on how to proceed. I don't want to be shallow, but I do think physical attraction is important in relationships. Should I see him again and hope the physical part develops or cut it off now? Is it even possible to develop physical attraction to someone over time? Before you even speak anything, I'm going to go ahead and answer this. Don't go, on a, don't go on another date. I don't care how well they treat you. I don't care if they treat you like a fucking prince. I have been in your fucking shoes. You will not grow physical attraction to them. It does not matter how great they are. You will not grow it. I tried. I tried to nurture that shit, but it never was there. And it was always a thing that prevented me from developing deeper feelings for this person was because I'm like, oh, I'm not like physically attracted to them. Because let me tell you, I've dated some, um, some paperbacks. I've dated some ugly people um, because I had low self-worth and was just lonely. Yes, I'm calling them paperbacks. Hannah, shut the fuck up. There um, needs to be a song about all the ugly people people have dated called paperbacks. Like... <laughs> Like, but my, here's the, here's, but here's the issue. Here's my qualm, if you will. They met on Hinge. The, the whole point of dating apps is physical attraction. Like, that's the part I don't get. Like, was he like catfishing you and you use different pictures where you tried to buy the pictures and you look different in person? Like not just catfishing, but just like just different. Or was it the way that they speak and carry themselves that can render someone less attractive? Like, I've dated somebody who, in dim lighting in a bar, thought they were hot. And then now looking back, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? That pepperoni nipple dude looked hot. Um, 
That makes me not <laughs> want to ever eat pepperoni, pepperoni nipples, again. Hannah. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just going to think about nipples every pepperoni pizza. But, like, you can't see dry skin in real life. Like, you can't, if somebody had acne or, like, flakiness, like, you can't see that on hinge pictures, but you can see that in real life. I know you're disgusted, but I'm just giving, like, some, you know, validation to this person. And I know some people think that it's possible, but... You have to really love them and think that everything else about them is exactly what you've been looking for. And they check off every yeah. single box I, in I order for me to think that. I agree with you on that. this one. I have nothing to add. I think you nailed it. Yeah. Like, they have to check every single other box on my list for me to overlook that. And true. nine times out of ten, that's never the case. All right. This is my last, this is my last one. Okay. Your this last one. This one's kind of long, so just bear with me. Should I trust an ex again after four years? Okay. So I, 29 male, and my ex, 29 female, are talking about maybe trying again. The relationship ended four years ago because she thought I deserved better than her. She has commitment issues, and she ended our engagement and left. I was devastated, even though I saw it coming. She had gone back and forth on ending things for years. We were together for six years, engaged for six months. I thought when she said yes to be my wife, she might have changed. I was wrong. She was very scared of change and committing. We tried to stay away from each other, but we but we would often meet up and do couple stuff like we had never broken up. Every time I saw her, I was ecstatic. I was so happy to see her and absurdly sad when we had to say goodbye each time. Our relationship was by, by no means perfect. She would get neglectful and cold, and I would get go over the top and react and overreact to stupid stuff. But as time progressed, I started to really think back and I realized that I was always happy when she came home or when I got home. I'm not sure if she always felt the same way, but her friends did tell me that she was always happy while I was there visiting. Since the breakup, she has dated other people, though they never lasted more than a few dates. I tried to date other people, but got rejected a lot. A few months ago, her sister got married and she talked to me about seriously trying to get back together. But here's the thing. I'm not sure I can trust her. So I told her at the time that I still love her too, but we should wait a few months after the, after the sister's wedding. And should you feel the same way, we could talk about it. The time passed and she still loves me. I'm not sure how I can trust her again. I love her so much, but it just hurts each time I get burned by her commitment phobia. I want to trust that she'll stay this time, but I don't know how to test Test her to see if she will. It's been four years. Is that enough time? No. She's not ever going to stay. All I got to say is when Move I was on. reading that to begin with, Thank I you. thought that that was my ex writing in <laughs> about me. <laughs> but then she started talking about getting engaged. Um, I have been this girl. Let me just, let me just, let me just go ahead and give you this answer for you. I have been this girl in the relationship and I can tell you that she is not going to end up with you. Um, and it may and it may truly be that she has no. a fear of commitment, but it also could be that you are not her person. Um, even if you want her so badly to be your person, she, mm-hmm. you may not be hers. Um, and so I think that I think mm-hmm. she's shown you that it's not that it's not going to work. And four years later, like you still feel like you have to put her to the test. Like you shouldn't feel like you have to put someone to the test. Here's my thing. Why would you want to let somebody tell you no twice? I know. No sucks. I would not want to go through that twice. Don't let someone tell you that they, they don't want you more than once. Um, also, I mean, it reminds me a lot of the plot of 500 days of summer because 
Tom wants Summer so badly, and Tom and Summer tells Tom that she's not ready for commitment, and she goes and gets engaged to somebody else. And she says, you know, I yeah, maybe I didn't believe in love. Maybe I was a commitment foe, but the reason I got engaged to him was because he had something that you never did. And what that, no matter what that is, it's indescribable, and you can't control that. So um, for your own sake, I would... She's not, she's not gonna, it's not your person. Your person wouldn't want to lead you on like that and yeah. hurt you more than they already have. I love, I love, I love that. That should be a quote. If she cared about merch. you, she wouldn't hurt you. <laughs> you shouldn't, the, um, don't let someone tell you what? no twice. <laughs> like seriously, like, yeah, yeah like don't that, let someone tell you they don't want you twice. When you think about it that way, I feel like a bad person. <laughs> yeah. I relate to that person. I relate to him, though, because it's like I've had that conversation where, like, I want to go back and tell this person that I've reconnected with that how I still feel about them. And it's like they already yeah. told me they didn't want me once. It's going to be really yeah. fucking embarrassing to have them tell me that twice. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. That sucks. But um, you'll find your own autumn. That's very true. Okay. Is this My your last, last one? one? Yes, and it's a long one, too. So Drum we're going to end on a long Am I the asshole for not changing the date of my wedding? <laughs> oh, no. This sounds juicy. <laughs> so my parents have been without a job since I was four. Where I live, it's not that huge of an issue. I mean, it is, but still. Since the country offers not-so-bad unemployment benefit, our families live off benefits since I can't remember. That means that my parents usually have a lot more time on their hands, more than working people, I would say. I met my fiance four years ago, and last month he proposed to me. We were talking about marriage for a long time now, and my parents knew of it. We thought to marry next year since I would love a wedding in a warm season, and I wasn't sure how long the process would take. It's already March, so dot, dot, dot. We figured next year would be good. But we got, we got a great offer from the registry office yesterday. When I called to ask someone general questions to marry this year, end of August, my fiance and I were really considering it, since we are both not into huge and expensive weddings and want to keep it little anyways. So planning should still be working for us. We asked friends and family before we could call the registry office back to confirm the date, if they could come since it's on rather short notice. Most of them said yes, except for my parents, who had a million reasons not to come. Starting from how they could get here, I moved countries for my fiancé, to the date doesn't fit for them, to my younger siblings, 15 and 17, can't and don't want to come because of social anxiety. My brother, who still lives in the same small town as my parents, also started to argue with me since he can't get off work for my wedding, but apparently he can get off for the cousin of his on-and-off girlfriend. He didn't even ask his boss yet, and then he argued that he must take his girlfriend and his two children with him, which I'm aware of and must stay the night, which apparently seems like a big inconvenience for him. And when, and what really made me cry yesterday was their persistence that if I don't change the date to something that fits their plan more, they can't come and will be sad. And they do want to come since it's tradition that the parents attend a ceremony. They really made me feel like a bad person here. This is not the first time that this this is not the first time that as soon as the children make some plans, my parents come up with excuse after excuse as to why it's not possible. I don't know whether I am in the wrong here. Should I change the date? No. I want to hear your opinions. And yes, since you're the my one getting married. No. If your parents wanted to be there, they would be there. 
Yeah. Like, it's your yeah. wedding. Your parents are habitual complainers. You just said that. You offer to pay for their expenses and they still have things to whine about? No. Don't change a thing. If you, if like, you have offered so many accommodations already, like. And, like, you, you went out of your way to, like, call them and tell them, hey, this is what we're thinking. Mm-hmm. Does this work? Like, you, you went out yeah. of your way to give them a heads up so that they could plan to be there. And, like, you're trying to assist them in all of these things. And I would be mad at my brother going to some cousin's girlfriend's wedding over my own. Like, I just, I yeah. just think that it sounds like even if you were to change the date, that they would probably come up with some reason that they couldn't come to the new date. I think you just have to yeah. put your you and your fiance first at that point. It's your day. It's y'all's day, not theirs. Yeah. And this is when you and your future husband will um, want your wedding. And honestly, it doesn't sound like it, it's like it sounds like it's a reasonable time. Like they have until August to like plan t- travel arrangements. They they can figure that out. It's unfair to you, and they're trying to take away from your day. I don't support that. No, because if it mattered to them, they would be there. And like as long as you're fine with that, the, them not being there, then I think that you should stick with that date and don't change it. Um, because it, like, like you said, if you change it, like, it's just going to come up with another excuse. Like, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I, so I'm purposely planning a wedding in California. So then, um, you know, if people don't want to come, they don't have to come. And mainly I don't have to invite them because I know they won't come. That's so. true. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, you will. I hope so. God. Um, actually, <laughs> I think I've decided. <laughs> I will murder you. I'll come I'll actually come things. You know I love a reason to Thanks. travel. I know. <laughs> Alrighty, so that's that Reddit. Fun. That was fun. I Reddit is a very interesting place and I feel to say the least. I feel like you can get stuck in some worm holes. For mm-hmm. sure. But mm-hmm. I also sure. like how open people are. Like I feel like People are yeah. most, it's yeah, it's so, it's so anonymous. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think we touched on a huge variety of things. Have you ever posted on Reddit? Um, yeah, I actually have a subreddit for my music. Okay, but, yeah, but have you ever, like, posted a question on Reddit, No, though? I have not. Have you? Oh, I did, like, I did when I was, like, in, like 19. Yeah, I think oh. I'm afraid someone will figure out who I am. Okay, all right. <laughs> Okay, well, I don't have a survival tip for this week. Um, my survival tip is, um, you know, don't go to Reddit. Uh, come to us instead. And we have a quarterly advice column that you guys can submit your questions and advice to. It's constantly in our link tree on our Instagram. And we will also leave it in the show notes on here as well, too. And, yeah, we do quarterly advice columns every other couple months. We have one probably coming up soon that we will do. Uh, so make sure you guys are submitting your questions for that one and you can be as long um as you want just don't go like give me a fucking novel yeah and it can be about anything it's not it's not uh doesn't have to be a relationship question it can literally curate the questions to the episode it can literally be about anything so hit us up with your questions everything's anonymous um and yeah we love we love when you guys submit questions 
And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Bye.